So this is the first episode of Experience Design Podcast. It's a new development from myself, V, from VA Experience. You might have known me from my YouTube channel, maybe social media accounts, postings here and there. Maybe you picked up the book and that's how you end up here. But ultimately, this is, a, I guess, step 1.5 or maybe step 2 in the journey of helping people out but also sharing some of the thoughts. Maybe it's thought-provoking thoughts. Maybe it's a bit more, more mixed perspective. Ultimately, this podcast and why I wanted to start a this session, which is going to be probably shorter than usual, is to introduce really what the podcast is going to be about. But it's going to be about helping people out to go to the next level of the era of UX, of experience design, of everything in between. And I don't want to waffle too much as well or make it too cheesy. It's going to be quite simple. It's going to be very tactical as much as strategic. It's going to be very applicable. It's going to be giving you the tools ultimately to succeed in that next step. And what that next step is and really what the origin is for this podcast is for us as designers, as strategists, as you could be a product manager, maybe you're an engineer who's listening to this and dabble in human experiences and designing them right or maybe making something which just produces good user experience is that the times are changing like the automation the ai tools are just picking up with speed and you could maybe heard about it just last year on twitter about all the different developments but just suddenly dropped like we we got to that inflection point where every other task in the creative production, the content production, be it text, the copy, even UI design, like if you remember Wizard, I think, was, or alongside something like that, there was a tool which basically would produce you mockups from sketches through with Microsoft development. But ultimately, we reached that point where a lot of those at least manual or menial tasks or even creative tasks could be supported with the tools, with the technology. So we are reaching that maturity point where there is no point of return ultimately. Um, a really interesting essay on that, if you want to Google, and you definitely should, is by Rob Graham, who's a VC, startup founder, general technologist and thinker in the field. I think he's behind the YC Combinator, you know, that powerhouse ultimately or the keyword for startups and uh, like the incubators out there it's just it's been transformatory for a lot of disruptive fields and he's behind so many different projects or at least in some capacity he's his essay has been previously like a decade ago that we reached the era of painters or hackers or there is there was this time period where the painters meaning the designers who brought that art know-how the understanding of the user psychology the understanding of a human experience this is what makes people actually behave certain ways or how you can change the behaviors for the customers to actually opt in to actually click that buy button to actually get motivated to use your products and the hackers aspect of that on the other end is really that anyone who you know had the chops to program to code to hack for lack of a better term to actually start thinking that hey this binary approach of whatever abstraction level you take it language you, you could be applied to automate so many different things airbnb is a good example of that right like where people had to go through the typical hospitality businesses and book hotels 
and in for a lot of different variables like let's say even the spaces the pricing but everything was quite high because of the manual labor and the investment the dependencies the cost to actually run such businesses someone just schemed up and let's say brian chesky back in the day did but why couldn't we just en masse allow people who already own a spare bedroom allow that to be rented with simple means of technology a long story short now we reached this and where businesses like that, you, you could take Airbnb, you could take Uber and many other, which basically applied that next step of hacking of that technology and produce so much value, so much value for everyone, for VCs, for users, for self probably who used them in some capacity or heard or maybe got to even inspired as a designer to actually produce something. We reached that point where they either became too big, they either became on a service level, quite like a mammoth sized and the dependencies and the knock-ons just became more negative than positive. You could think of that there is more connotations of negativity now than positivity. And that's just because the start of it was the Fed painters and hackers mindset, which is again, a necessary step to now, because we could never reach the automation or that maturity where we can even consider that, hey, our craft could be automated or the manual tasks could be supported. Without that, we couldn't have gotten so far. And And my point being is that that limited, isolated perspective of looking at a specific problem people had, but not thinking how it's going to evolve in 5, 10 years, 15 years, is something that worked back in the day for those projects, for those disruptive bits. But now it doesn't really. It's almost became a bit of a negative connotations thing. If let's say you pitch a startup and you say, I want to be an Uber of X or Airbnb of that or something else, a typical VC now might just tell you that, hey, we need to think about sustainability. We need to think about long-term returns because people are different. Customer behaviors and expectations, attitudes have changed as well. They're much more sustainability focused and I guess positive impact on global level, not just disrupting something through technology, which could be reached in different areas, but also to be quite regional positive. So let's say just because it works in, let's say, United States, where a lot of progress has been done in technology and everything from the policies, from human rights, if you would apply the same in something which is more developed regions, it might just not work or the workers are going to be even more exploited. So we reached that, I guess, infliction point or that point of no returns where this or that type of solutions are no no longer good enough. You, if you would just come up with an idea right now or tomorrow that, hey, this is the issue people experience of, I don't know, taxi booking or something like restaurant booking, which is a typical one for junior designers or product people or startup founders, whatever you think of it, we just need to come up with this thing which nobody else thought about but in reality everybody thought about it's just not the right thing to do anymore because there is just so much disruption which has been in that isolated thinking anyhow long story short what i'm saying is we got to a point where we need to think much more holistically it doesn't even matter on what level of abstraction you're looking at it nobody benefits from solutions or experiences which are designed in that isolated view or which are designed with the view that, okay, it works today, it's gonna produce some returns in the next half a decade, 
But after that, it doesn't matter. It's all about exit strategy. And whoever is going to take on that business, which works, is going to need to figure out those uncomfortable points or those policies. And that, to me, is something which we are not yet ready to do because we're coming from that painters and hackers mentality that it takes a lot of energy, a lot of power to think way beyond those means or apply even the futures thinking. We're still thinking about design thinking approach where, okay, we have an issue right now. We're going to somehow understand the users, maybe apply some ethnography, maybe embed ourselves within those processes or like the lives of the actual people. We're going to come up with ideas. We're going to come up with some sort of solutions, but we're not really thinking beyond that. We're not thinking about the futures of what's probable, what's desirable, like what's preferable ultimately. And that's to me what I think is missing. So with this podcast, what I was thinking to do really is to dive into those topics, to dive into the technicalities of it. For example, I know that a lot of people might have come here because they saw experience or maybe designed in the title as a label and they thought that okay this is something i can apply in my career development and you're absolutely right the only thing what i think this podcast is not going to be about is going to be like ui design or product design on a nitty-gritty level on a technical level because those issues are easy and those issues you as a designer or researcher or whoever you are ultimately whoever you are as a participant of experience design efforts trying to better user lives you need to figure out that with your tools of figma it's between ultimately you and figma you and miro you are other any other tool or you as a you and a stakeholder this podcast though is going to be less about those tools you can download or subscribe to it's more about the thinking it's more about the strategies it's more about the tactics you need to take as a human being as a professional so that the solutions you come up with today are actually going to be relevant tomorrow but even long term like beyond those errors or if we go into different cycles we're going to unlock value and have positive knock-on effects it's not going to be detrimental. It's not just about designing something for tomorrow, but then not thinking of what the impact is going to be. And I'm already repeating about that. But this podcast also is going to be unabridged. If I make a mistake, I'm unlikely to cut it. I'm just going to try to correct myself as I go. Pardon, again, things which are out of my control or relatively so, like the accent, maybe there's going to be a blurb, maybe there's going to be a bit of a profane language where I get too heated up or too excited or too angry. But ultimately, the podcast is also not just going to be me waffling around these topics or reflecting on new developments in the actual industry. I'm also going to have guests. And if you're listening to this, you can already listen to the guest podcast and there's obviously going to be different topics which we're going to explore. They're going to be, again, very varied. They're going to be very mixed perspective, very personal growth, but also professional growth oriented, but also equip you with the tools, again, not the nitty gritty, the technical tools like Figma knowledge or like how do you design the design system. It's more going to be on a strategic level. So I feel like this podcast is probably going to add most value to 
maybe mid, senior, lead level, maybe more executive level, designers, researchers, strategists, you name it. Maybe you're a product manager. Again, you're definitely going to benefit from this because it's good to understand exactly how do you design the experiences today so that they actually work tomorrow, but also being cognizant, again, of those ripple effects of the systems involved of the service level challenges, which we need to think about, and also reflecting too on the tactical level. So even if I mention design systems as something I don't want to talk about, we're definitely going to talk about that. It just might be that we're going to need to zoom out and think of a level of abstraction, which is a bit maybe higher level or maybe even lower. Who knows? Again, I'm also very much willing to do it live to answer your questions. So as we're allowed to feel like this podcast is going to ship up as well, just like any other product would. So you as a listener, as I guess the user of this podcast, I'm trying to design you the most optimal experience. So I'm going to be definitely reliant on the feedback I receive from you, of the notes, even maybe suggestions, or even if you want to have a guest appearance and have a chat, we can also do that on a variety of subjects. Again, it's going to be everything to do with human experience design, with the ingredients, which are going to be necessary, being cognizant of the emerging technologies and automation and how that's going to take. That's probably going to be an overarching theme, which I'm just going to address again and again, because it's going to be very relevant for future years to come. Our work is going to change massively and you can already feel it, I'm sure. Every other headline every other video on the recent chat gpt and dali and all other tools which are now become almost like passe because we're getting so many different tools coming in or so many different technologies being published realize that this is just gonna escalate there's obviously Moore's law which is picking up the momentum and everything in between but anyhow this podcast is definitely going to dive into those things there's going to be very much features focused that's definitely a line we're obviously going to reflect on the history but just because of the Moore's law however you, you take it however you apply it if you believe it or not it doesn't really matter but ultimately it it stands pretty well especially with these new developments it's gonna be about the human centricity of course we are also gonna be building up the collective intelligence that's one of the important parts of this podcast because again it's about sharing and so because you are a participant of this collective intelligence building I would also, if you like any of the podcasts, if you even like this session today, feel free to share it. It actually massively benefits me and what I do. Again, giving back to a community and trying to share these, these experiences with you. Also, one last thing, you know, on that painters and hackers and it potentially coming to the end with all the automation tools. I just wanted to highlight that you should definitely look at that essay, but also think about the necessities. And this is pure, purely awesome example of that because to get to this point where we now need to think about what's going to happen next or what do we do with ourselves, with our skills, how we approach the problems, we had to go through this journey, even if it maybe was with isolated thinking and those solutions were made to work and they were a necessary ingredient to what we have today. And this is probably one of those blind spots which we can predict a lot of things, but we don't really know how the knock-on effects are going to affect the futures. So 
again, this is going to be one of those underlying themes and of course everything in between, which I already highlighted. Without further ado, I'm going to end it here. Make sure to check out the next episode and do let me know your thoughts. Do let me know your suggestions, recommendations, requests. And just to end up, we're also, we're not going to end up on the Experience YouTube channel. It's still going to persist if you are worried, if you're going to stop publishing there. There's definitely going to be more of that, more content coming up, different type of content. Everything is going to be evolving as we go, as, as I'm sure you can appreciate. But without further ado, thanks so much for everyone who's listening, who's tuning in and until next time.